1: going on everybody welcome back to another episode of independent waters i am your host mikey Freddy, and joining me as always is none other than the other host of this show zach first try batista <laughs> zach <laughs> zach. <laughs> zach how's it going my man
0: you know, it would have been—it's it, it, going great. It would have been better if I didn't fuck up the recording and forget to record. Oh, what do you mean?
1: This isn't the second time we're recording. Oh this yeah, episode. totally. This is, like I said, you're Zach First Dry Batista. This yeah, is take totally. one, totally. Take just, one
0: of one. Yep, we totally didn't just record a whole episode and then I realized that I missed all of it. We got through. Literally the whole episode. Literally we were at the end of the last <laughs> match, and then I go to my recording, I'm like, "Oh, how long are we doing this week? I'm still on the first five minutes, I'm just like...
1: Ah, oh, man. It's, it's just, sometimes shit happens, dude, it's no worries. It, Listen, we, get to, we, just get to talk, we just get to gush about these matches again.
0: Exactly. It's easy.
1: Anyway, we are, like, like I said, we are here to gush about matches and talk about wrestling. Yeah. That is what this show is all about. So, we are here to bring you that. Zach! What matches did you bring to the table this week? Let the people know.
0: For the second time today, I brought Genocide versus Kylan King at Mission Pro Wrestling because Mission Pro Wrestling is fucking awesome and I will support this product however long it lasts. And then I brought Chucky T, a.k.a. Chuck Taylor, going against Eric Cannon at First Wrestling, a pro- wrestler I've never heard at, at a promotion I've never heard at. So, perfect. anything's you've fucking th- you, possible. You've
1: never, heard of, you've never heard of Chuck Taylor?
0: Oh, uh, you... <laughs> I literally picked this match because I just wanted Chuck E.T. in a singles match because I haven't seen Chuck Taylor wrestle in God knows how long, and I think he's a bit underrated in The Best Friends.
1: That's fair. That's fair. I agree with you. All right, well, I I brought to the table a promotion that we have watched before from an event we've watched before. I brought a, a match from UKPW, United Kingdom Pro Wrestling, from the event press start. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the wrestlers involved are two wrestlers I've never heard of, Clementine, take it on E. V. Madden. And this is the first round of the UKPW Women's Title Tournament. Of these two are fighting to get a possible shot at the Women's Championship in UKPW.
0: I love me a good tournament. Like, how could you hate a tournament?
1: Yeah, you can't. It's great. It always it always makes it, it, it... Tournaments always make things feel so important. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also brought to the table, uh, for science, we have to test me and Zach are testing a theory currently. Yep. And that theory we're testing is that Speedball Mike Bailey can't have a bad match.
0: Cannot. Every match so far, high meh, mark out. Never anything below it. Never a meh. Never a miss out. If he ever gets a miss out, hell is frozen over and I just want to know what to do with myself.
1: That's true. So, to continue trying to prove this theory, I brought to the table Mike Bailey versus Biff Busick. Biff Busick uh, you fan some some of you fans may know of as Oni Lorkin from WWE, who just got who recently just got released and is a free agent again. And I'm very excited to check. I was very excited when I saw this match that just got uploaded five days ago. Uh, and I had to watch it because right now it's it's sitting at a pretty like 1,200 views or something like that. Mm, uh, okay, and it that deserve really... it deserves 12 billion. <laughs> <laughs> That's high Um,
0: praise.
1: Yeah. Uh, You'll see why when we get to the review of this match, but uh, Biff Busek versus Mike Bailey from Beyond Wrestling is my my second match of the week. And, of course, we have our surprise match, which we both took a look at, which we'll get to at the end of the show.
0: Uh, Zach, who kicked us off last week? I believe that it was you that kicked us off last week.
1: So, why don't you start us off then? All
0: right. Let's start off. For the people at home, because I fucked up the recording. I'm going to start off hot with this shit. <laughs> so let's go with Chuck Taylor and Eric Cannon at First Wrestling. Mm-hmm. That's okay. First. That's F1RST Wrestling. Interesting okay. spot. Yeah, great I've,
1: I've seen like a match or two from this promotion, and it's been solid.
0: Mm-hmm. This match is fucking awesome. It's, a gr- it's like a well-wrestled match. that's amplified by everyone in this match involved, the ref included. As well as a crowd that was as nuclear as Chernobyl. Nice. And this isn't just any old referee, Mikey. No, no, this is one of my favorite AEW referees. One of the most expression... One of the most... Uh, what's the word? Has the greatest expressions, the greatest energy. Bryce Ramsberg.
1: Oh, my man.
0: Bryce Ramsberg is the shit. Him and Aubrey Edwards are like... I can't get enough of either of those refs. Knox is great, too. As well as... um. Oh, shit. AEW
1: else? just has a wonderful Honestly, referee team.
0: By the way, the referee corps, I fucking love how the referee corps actually does things. Yeah, man. As opposed to where in WWE they get pushed and they're just like a fucking piece of paper in the wind. They just get blown over and are gone for the rest of the match.
1: Yeah, like the, the wrestler will like accidentally bump into them and they're like, Oh, oh! Ugh, ugh.
0: this anime just fall on the ground, just laying there, <laughs> just completely out for the rest of the match. It's like, what happened, bro? i'm hit i'm hit
1: i'm I'm down call the replacement (laughs) (laughs) quick call charles robinson (laughs) oh man all right so why don't you get into this match
0: so this match in a surprise twist actually has chuck taylor acting as the heel in this match
1: very interesting
0: Yeah I was like what the fuck I'm like Chuck Taylor's a heel Chucky
1: T what are you doing
0: Bizarro world here And Cannon is the face Cause he's the hometown hero So he's just fucking over to the moon and back Like he's gone to space And he's come back he's got rocks
1: Bizarro world They're cheering who they usually boo And booing who they usually cheer Maggle
0: Oh my god (laughs) Uh, That quote will go down in history Anywho For some reason though Chuck really hates Bryce in this match why? Like, it literally, like, before the How match starts. How can you hate starts, Bryce for what? I don't know, but he, like, before the match he starts, he just takes his jacket off, and instead of, like, putting it on the outside, he throws it to the mat, points to it, and tells Bryce, pick that up and get it out of here. <laughs> and Bryce's like, what the fuck? And even commentary is like, oh, I guess Chuck Taylor just really lo- hates Bryce for some reason right now. <laughs> Maybe Fair. he owes him something? Who knows? I don't
1: know.
0: So the match starts, these two circle the ring with Cannon hyping up the crowd because he, he can, because it's, ha- it's his crowd, basically. And Taylor is, as I've written down here, intimidating Bryce. Like, he's walking around the ring, and he's, like, doing, like, the fake-out, like, stepping towards Bryce. Like he's gonna punch him in the face, and Bryce is, of course, shrinking back in fear. And Sounds I'm about just... right. So, eventually, Cannon takes over, thanks to a series of quick holds on Chuck. And while Chuck does throw him off with an Irish whip, it's the classic spot where Cannon just runs the ropes and I- shoulder-tackles him to the floor. Ooh. Chuck flees to the outside, where there's literally no space. It's, like, two feet of space, and the railing and the crowd... I don't know how he got around there as well as he did, but that doesn't stop him from calling a timeout. He's like, "Timeout! I need time to I need time to re- to recover." And I'm like, "Bruh, he's got shoulder attack, huh?" So <laughs> Chuck gets back in the ring and he goes to Bryce. He's like, "He pulled my hair," and Bryce's like, "He pulled your hair." And he goes to Cannon. And he's like, "Did you pull he his hair?" He pulled your hair. While the crowd's like booing him mercilessly for this, and they're like, "Oh, shut the fuck up! You did not do that!" And he's like, "No, what?" <laughs> Commentary's like. It was a shoulder tackle. Where did the hair get pulled? (laughs) So eventually the two get back into this. They get into another colonnable tie-up. And Chuck locks uh, in a wrist lock first on Cannon. But Cannon counters that with one of his own. And then he bites Chuck's hand. But he does it like away from Bryce. And as Bryce is trying to like, you know, get around so he can see it. He's like running in circles as Bryce is trying to see him. And eventually he stops biting his hand. And Chuck's like, the fuck is he still in the wrist lock? And he like hops towards him on one knee like towards Bryce and he goes, He bit me and Bryce's like, bit you. And then he's he like he's, and then he just bites him on his hip. Damn. <laughs> and Bryce is, like freaking out and the He's like, ow, he's like, what the fuck? And Cannon lets go because he's like, oh shit, he just bit the ref. <laughs> <laughs> so the two of them separate and encircle the ring once more before uh, Chuck puts his hands up like he's gonna go for a like a lock like a lockup with him, like a test of strength. And mm-hmm. then he just sucker kicks it, Cannon in the gut. Damn. He beats him down the corner, and then he struts like a peacock, like the cock that he is right now.
1: As <laughs> he Cannon... struts like a peacock, like the cock that he is.
0: <laughs> so Cannon crawls to the opposite corner, and in this corner, Chuck Irish whips him to another one, and goes to run at him. But Cannon gets his foot up. And then he goes into his jacket, for some reason. Oh, and he okay. pulls out a fucking PBR. <laughs> Sponsored. Of course, because as... No, I'm not even kidding. This is literally, like, on the stage, there's like, I shit you not, a, like, ten-foot-tall, seemingly, giant PBR, like, logo of the oh, can. Oh, actually sponsored. Yeah, actually, like, sponsored. And I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like, well, I mean, shit, I guess you gotta get your advertising in somewhere. And I actually like this advertisement, which will Eat, you'll eat ne- your heart
1: out, Matt Cardona. You-
0: you'll never hear... <laughs> you'll never hear me say I like an advertisement or product placement, but this one was actually quite funny. Because he gets the beer... And he single-leg takes down Chuck Chucky T. And he locks him in a single-leg figure four. Mm-hmm. As he's standing up. And he just cracks open the beer. Starts to chug it. As Chuck's like flopping around the floor. And he looks at him. He just pours it on his face. He flops around some more. Chuck gets out of the hole. He's all pissed off. He runs at cannon. Now that he's covered in beer. Swings at him. Cannon ducks it. Then he domes him with the fucking beer. Damn. Goes to pit him. Chuck kicks out. He then crawls over to the other side, of the room with a beer landed, and he just finishes the beer off. <laughs> Listen, you owe oh, what you got. You can't waste beer. Can't waste good alcohol. Eh, uh, P- I wouldn't say PBR is good alcohol. This is true. Oh, I, was, I actually forgot too that he spit a it's fucking like beer fine mist. It's like fine alcohol. It, it gets the job done. Yeah, I forgot also that he spit a beer mist in Chucky e. T's face when he ducked the when he like ducked the strike. Oh, nice. Which you know, I I guess. I mean, if you're going to have beer on you, I guess that's, that's one of the le- uh, more pleasant ways to get it on you, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. So he gets Chuck on the ropes, and he chops him so hard that Chuck just falls to his knees. <laughs> and then the okay. Irish whips him, which results in the two exchanging arm drags, and then they start, like, single leg, like, take down each other. Pinfall. Failed attempt. Like, one, two, kick out. Slip the other one's legs out. One, two, kick out. They go and, like, they get really into this, like, ton of energy, ton of momentum, and Bryce... Gets so into this that he sweeps Chuck Taylor as he's about to go for Cannon, covers him. Cannon sees this. He's like, "Oh fuck yeah!" One, two, three. Fucking Bryce pins Chucky e. T, and he celebrates like he's actually won this fucking match.
1: Bryce wins. Bryce Game wins. Over. The crowd. We don't need goes the rest of this blasted. match. Bryce.
0: Bryce Ramsberg wins. Cannon lifts him up like he's fucking li- like he's lifting Simba up onto the top rope, so Bryce can like ch- celebrate to the crowd. Chucky T gets up. He's like, what? The fucking sprint my... at Cannon. Sucker punch from line Beats his ass down. Dude, my favorite is how Cannon
1: saw this. It was just like, oh, guess I'm the ref now.
0: That's I'm the ref now. Homie <laughs> homie homie sprung, homie understood the assignment. <laughs> sprung into action. Instantly got it. Fucking shoves Bryce when Bryce gets down because he realizes Cannon's getting his ass kicked. And he's, like, <laughs> and he's like, what the fuck are you doing? And Bryce like, ah. Not
1: oh, bad. right. I'm, I'm not a wrestler. Oh, Got man. a bit into
0: that. Whoops. And then, like, he immediately goes into referee mode because Chuck just starts to beat the shit out of Cannon. Crowd mm-hmm. is booing him mercilessly. He doesn't give a fuck. No one likes him in this match. Except for himself, I guess.
1: I mean, of course, Chuck e. T likes himself.
0: Of course. So, after the, this this cycle of him getting beaten up eventually gets broken up when Cannon's soup goes... Like, count as a soup-like attempt from Chuck. Gets out of a waistlock from him, and then he runs into the corner. So Chuck runs after him, and Cannon uses the corner to hop over him. From the corner, Chuck mm-hmm. back elbows him in the face, and then Cannon dodges a strike for him and counters that into a swinging neckbreaker, which just wipes them both out. Very nice. Bryce then starts to count for both of them. Classic Bryce. One! Looks for them both. Big windup. up. Two! Mm-hmm. They get to, like, eight, and Chuck, like, clings to the ropes to get it up. And then Cannon, the fucking show-off that he is, kips up to his feet like it's fucking nothing. Damn. Riding this momentum, Cannon blocks every move, every strike that Chuck gives him, and he responds back with one of his own each time. And as a result of this, Chuck ends up in the corner after Cannon dodges a body splash from him. Mm-hmm. So he starts to fight back with a... Chuck fights back, then, with a boot to the face, and then a sunset flip. But Cannon quickly turns things around by flipping out of the said flip. And drop kicking Chuck in the face. Damn in control now. He chops Chucky T in the chest till he's laying on the ropes, and then he woos in his face really obnoxiously and the crowd woos back. <laughs> so Chuck counters an Irish whip of his with an inverted face stomp face breaker, or the easier term, eat defeat. Love it. Fucking great name. It works on so many levels. Mm-hmm. Falls up with a Urinagi and slowly he ascends the top rope and he does like a picture perfectly. Like, you can take a picture of this of like beautiful moonsault. That's what picture perfect means.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Unbeknownst to him though, uh, <laughs> Cannon's rolled towards the corner so he just flips and lands on fucking nothing. He just wipes out on the mat. Nice. And immediately after landing, Cannon picks Chuck up and drops him with a pump handle overhead suplex. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't get into the wind, surprisingly enough. I thought it was unique enough that it was his finisher. Evidently, I'm a stupid bitch that was wrong. <laughs> okay. Anywho, so after kicking out, Chuck crawls to a corner where he is beaten repeatedly by Cannon until the Irish whips Chuck into the opposite corner. He then psychs him up like he's got himself, like his face towards the turnbuckle. He's living off the crowd's energy. He sprints to the corner. And then Chucky T just meets him with a knee to the face, a super kick to the face, and he spikes him into the mat with a DDT. Nice. And somehow Cannon kicks out at two. Fucking Very. wild. Damn! But Chuck is adamant. Bryce fucked this up. He pinned him in this match. He's been out for him all this match. He fucked it up. It's three. Gets in his (laughs) face. It's three. Bryce like two, so he shoves Bryce. Bryce like damn. Oh, you done fucked up. Shoves Chucky T back. You done fucked up. Chucky T shoves Bryce back. Shoves him so hard, in fact, that Bryce rebounds off the ropes, flies into Chucky T, and hits him with his head scissors takedown by accident. He then gets up and Chucky T's fucking furious as Bryce like, no, 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 it was an accident, I swear. He goes to swing at him, he dodges it, and as he runs towards Bryce, or towards where Bryce was, Cannon has gotten up at this point, and he punches Chuck in the face, super kicks him, then he hits him with a snap swing neckbreaker off the ropes for the win. Damn. Awesome fucking match. Sounds good. This match is a great example of why sometimes it's good to just play into your crowd's preference. Hometown hero played it with a dickish shield. that's Chucky T. Have him like be all up. Everything he did was over. They played into everyone's strengths in this match. Crowd fucking loved it. I fucking loved it. It gets a mark out.
1: Nice. Love easy. that. Seems like, seems like it was a very solid match.
0: Very solid, very fun match to watch. I was dying of laughter at so many of these spots. Like, the facial expressions of everyone was just fucking, it was, uh, Chuck T played such a good straight man to the absolute, I can't even say goof, I'm gonna say goofiness (laughs) of Bryce and Cannon, who were just playing it up. Yeah. The fucking, seems like they were really, uh, really hamming it up. The fake pinfall into the celebration fucking killed me.
1: That was so, that was so funny. (laughs) That must have been awesome to watch.
0: It really was.
1: Alright, well let's get into my first match of the week, which I will start off with Clementine versus Evie, uh, Evie Madden from United Kingdom Pro Wrestling UKPW in the Women's Title Tournament. Uh, this, one, this one starts off right out of the gate with Evie going straight after Clementine's arm. Basically after some chain wrestling uh, Evie spots her target, locks on and goes after Clementine's arm for basically the whole match.
0: Just laser focused, basically.
1: Laser focused on that arm. Yeah, uh, she hits like a, she stomps on it. She does like the thing where she like wraps her leg around it, then falls backwards. Uh, mm. You know, Lock just really working that shoulder, making sure uh, because her finishing move uh, is uh, the master key, which is like a Camaro lock. So that's why she's going for the shoulder. Oh, okay, that makes sense. It's sort of like a kimura lock, but instead of, like... You know how Brock, like, lays into it? Oh, uh, yeah. It's it's like that, except she stays sitting up. Oh, uh, okay. So she really just works the shoulder. Uh, and yeah. So, goes right after that shoulder, right off the bat, knows her target, wants to set up for that finishing move. So, uh, very good storytelling and very good wrestling right off the top from Evie Madden. Very smart wrestling. Uh... Then there's then Clementine uh gets a little bit of momentum, hits some arm drags on Eevee, hits one, hits two, goes for a third, but then on the third, Eevee's able to stop Clementine's momentum and like pull her back up, mm-hmm. and then she hops off the second rope and hits an arm drag of her own onto Clementine.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh so that was pretty dope. Then sick. Yeah. Then Eevee goes to follow up with like uh, a clothesline and Hits and uh eats a drop toehold, falls onto the middle rope, and when she falls onto the middle rope, Clementine hits her with a cross body to her back Ooh. and slamming her neck into the ropes. Damn, uh, then Clementine hits Evie with a step up elbow drop. And what I mean by that is, you know, how Seth, Seth Rollins does the uh the stomp after he like hops off their back, yeah. Basically, Clementine does that same thing, except go except, except instead of going for a stomp. She hops up and then lands an elbow drop on the on the on their back. Oh, uh, which was very cool. Uh, then Clementine uh, uh, goes for an arm drag out of the corner, uh, but Evie rolls through, kicks out Clementine's legs, and now they're both sitting face to face. And Evie grabs Clementine's arms, takes her legs, and spreads Evie's legs out to like. Far enough where it hurts. Oh! And then she starts pulling Clementine forward in like a submission hold.
0: Okay. Uh,
1: but then Clementine starts pulling back on Evie, and they start going back and forth with this submission hold. Oh! Um. And at one point, one I forgot which one it was, but one of them was like, "Okay, wait, 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 stop, 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 stop." On three, we let go. Deal. And it was like, okay, they both reluctantly agreed to this deal, mm-hmm. and then they both count to three together. And then, as soon as they hit three, both of them start yanking again.
0: <laughs> it's like the most fucked up seesaw I've ever heard of.
1: Yeah, both of them start yanking again, and they both go, "Ow, ow, 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 ow. Ref, we need some help. <laughs> and the We're... ref's like, "What?" And she's like, "She's like, you gotta count the three for us, and then on three we let go." And the ref's like, "Okay." The ref's like, "One, two." three, and then on three, they both let go and stand up.
0: Then, leave it to a third neutral party to resolve when two sides refuse to give up.
1: Oh, yeah. That's basically exactly what happened. Um, Then, uh, there's one point where Clementine uh, gets Evie into the corner. Mm-hmm. Uh, she goes for a running splash, but Evie is able to like dodge out of the way, okay. and Clementine ends up in the corner, and when she does, Evie follows up uh, her missing with a European uppercut, mm-hmm. then hits like that CM Punk like style step up knee,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, and then that step up knee takes Clementine down while she's on the ground. Evie gets up on the second rope, hits an elbow drop off the second rope, Ooh. goes to pin Evie. Evie kicks out. Okay. Uh, then Evie goes for the same thing Clementine was going for, like a splash in the corner. Mm-hmm. But then Clementine moves out of the way oh uh and moves out of the way takes down takes down evie goes up to the t- goes up to the second rope and hits a cross body off the second rope goes okay. for the pin nice. evie kicks out evie kicks out uh and when she does kick out, she is able to lock in the master key
0: oh uh
1: which. To which Clementine, like, since, since a cross body just happened, they were kind of close to the ropes. Mm-hmm. So as soon as she locks in this ma- the master key, Clementine, like, scooches forward and gets her legs on the ropes.
0: Ooh. And is able to get okay. a rope break. Nice, nice.
1: Uh, So when she gets up out of this rope break, uh, Evie, goes for, Evie goes for a clothesline, but Clementine counters it with, like, a kick to the head into an Olympic slam. Oh <laughs> uh, goes for the pin, Evie kicks out then uh Clementine tries to continue the assault, but Evie out of nowhere hits a bridging suplex uh like hits the suplex, bridges for the pin mm-hmm. uh breath counts one, two, then uh Clementine like rolls out of the pin, but mm-hmm. as she rolls out of the pin. Evie keeps rolling through with her and locks in the Master Key again. Oh, my God. And while she's locking in the Master Key, uh, Clementine's, like, scrambling to find any way to the ropes. But she can't get there in time. Clementine taps out to the Master Key. Evie wins this match. Damn, bro. Evie Madden taking it home.
0: Sounds like a good on match.
1: in the women's title tournament. Yeah, it was pretty solid. It was a little clunky here and there. There was a little point that, that felt like it was like, oh... Like, yeah, you could tell that was a setup, you know? Mm -hmm. But, uh, all in all, definitely a solid wrestling match. Very much enjoyed watching it. Uh, Super cool to watch both these two uh, uh, two go. I'm going to give this one a meh. Solid. uh, Not, like, stunning, incredible. Not, like, blow me away. Not terrible. It was good. It was solid. It was decent. Uh, So if you want to go check that out, it's over on UKBW's YouTube channel for free. Just like all of our matches here at Independent Waters. A, So yeah, uh, that was a pretty solid one. Zach, what's your next match that you brought to the table?
0: Let's go into King versus Genocide.
1: Alright, let's do it.
0: So, this is a entertaining match between two absolute powerhouse wrestlers. Okay. With a bit of fun sprinkled into it, because this is a Halloween show, basically. Ooh, just, just in time. <laughs> just in time. It also takes place in a pretty Here interesting... on November 10th. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it also takes place in a pretty interesting environment. It looked like a soda can factory at first, not going to lie, but like someone in the comments was like, "Oh, yeah, no, it's a brewery." And I was like, "Oh." Neat. neat. To be honest, my first impression was that I thought it was a big kaiju thing cuz the soda cans looked like a fucking skyscraper for some reason. <laughs> and my first thought was just big kaiju battle. <laughs> yeah.
1: Imagine just like, "Oh my god, here he comes." Oh, <laughs> Like, oh man, now I can't, of course, now I can't remember anybody from Kaiju Big Battle. Oh, here comes the American Beetle.
0: <laughs> Don't worry, my, I'm, I'm awful with names. It takes me so long to learn wrestlers' names.
1: Yeah, it's sometimes it's tough, man. Especially in Kaiju Big Battle, where their names are like the American Beetle.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> or
1: like some ridiculous stuff.
0: It's absolutely ridiculous, just out there, just, no, you're not even gonna be able to do a shot. Yeah. Alright, let's get into this, so... Straight out the gate, these two lock up in a collar and elbow tie up. Except, unlike usual ones where they, like, eventually let go, these two are, like, two bulls fighting, like, locking horns with each other. Mm-hmm. They refuse to let go. They want to prove they're stronger than the other one, so they end up, like, spilling around the ring, going to the outside. They end up, like, pushing the other one onto, like, the fans. Like, they go back and forth doing this. And eventually, the two of them realize the ref has been counting. And he is at eight right now. And they're like, oh, 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 shit. And they both just run into the ring at like nine. Oh, no Oh, no, no, oh, no. <laughs> and the commentators are like, oh, shit. Almost a 10 count. Almost a double count out, by the way. Because I loved how much the commentary was. These two commentators' names were also because they're written in the description. This was Willow Nightingale. Oh, nice. Who is always fantastic. And Sam Leturna. Both these two did a great job in this match. Just selling the match in general. Nice. Sounds like a solid, a solid team. Mm-hmm. So sticking with this theme of strength here, back in the ring, these two engage in another test of strength. In which King initially gets the upper hand, but Genocide then pushes her back and forces her into, like, to arc into a bridge. Mm-hmm. And then King's like, nah, I'm not going down. She pushes up, she fights back up, and then Genocide trips her and she falls to the mat.
1: <laughs> oh rip.
0: So King tries to take back control after this with a headlock, but Genocide counters it with a head scissors hold. And seemingly, King starts to do the handstand trick to get out of this hold. You know, like, handstand up, push yourself out, like, you know, like, the classic. Except mm-hmm. she tries to mix this up by faking Genocide out. Like, she goes, like, on one leg, hops down, goes on the other leg, just back and forth. And then she just handstands and falls on top of Genocide. But as she, like, rolls under, her, she grabs her head and locks her in a headlock. Damn. really well done. Like, just, like, it was just very, what's the word, smoothly executed. Okay. Unfortunately for her, though, Genocide is quick to counter this with a cross-arm bar before the two get to their feet. And King tries to fight back, but Genocide maintains control by just kneeing her in the gut over and over again. She then throws King into the corner, which hits a running back up on a massive big boot, which knocks her down into the corner to the point where she's now, like, sitting in the corner. And then, terrified, because she's too hard to get up, she has to watch as Genocide full sprints at her across the ring and clotheslines her. Oh. fucking bam! Yeah, fucking impact. So after this, Genocide knocks King down and locks her in a shoulder lock. And King though was able to make. Sorry, a Sorry, sorry,
1: Impact. I thought this was Mission.
0: Oh my! God. <laughs> no, no. Maybe someday we'll we'll do an Impact match. Someday. Someday. So she knocks King down, locks her into shoulder lock, and then King makes a comeback by running the ropes and hitting Genocide with surprisingly a wheelbarrow arm drag. Oh, nice! Yeah, whipping out all the tricks. <laughs> Genocide's recovering in the corner. The now. King follows up with a running body splash and an elbow in the corner before she mares Genocide out into the ring, dives over her, and then she meet- runs back at her and meteors her and turns it into a pin. Mm. But Genocide counters with the pin of her own, which causes the two to, in a much less painful seesaw like your match, Mikey, these two seesaw back and forth, just, like, exchanging pin after pin on each other until eventually they separate from each other. They got a nice clap from me in the crowd for that. Nice. Well done, you too. Nice. The two of them get to their feet and they just go ham on each other with strike after strike. Each of them just enjoying the fact that they have an opponent that can take their hits and then dish it out right back at them.
1: Finally, a worthy opponent,
0: uh, our battle I will, will, be, will legendary. be legendary. I fucking love that meme. And then the two of them just release a battle cry, go right back at each other and Genocide cuts King off with a European uppercut. King then gets in a series of kicks and then the two simultaneously roundhouse kick each other in the face knock each other both out damn the first to her feet is genocide who lifts king up onto her shoulders in a fireman's carry however king elbows her way out of it and rolls genocide onto her knees before then driving through her face with her knee oh god mm-hmm. that sounds
1: That you made that sound more brutal than it yep. probably was
0: it was very much like a oh. or, or just as brutal I don't know both we'll say <laughs> okay Sounds good okay, to no me. No, no no great, k- great compromise. <laughs> so in response to this, Genocide is actually able some payback by backsliding King. Except she re- deliberately releases the pin early so that King like flips backwards onto her knees and then she grabs her arm and it records rip- her into her knee and she as she knees her in the face instead. King is blasted at this point. So Genocide's all right. I'm going to get something fun from Under the Wings. So she goes, goes from one side to the other. I'm like sitting there going, what the fuck is she going to get? This is a normal match. And what does she pull out from Under the Ring, Mikey? But a plastic jack-o'-lantern bucket filled with candy. With candy. Time for trick-or-treating. It's got to be, you got Halloween. You got to have some candy. Always. So she dumps it in the middle of the ring. And and Kay gets this shock expression that basically sells it like tax, which is what commentary sells it like. (laughs) No, no, please. Not the candy. (laughs) <laughs> and fuck it Like commentary did such a good job With this This is like one of my standout moments Like Willow Nightingale Pulled some William Regal ass Logic out here To explain how detrimental It be for a wrestler To get dropped on that candy It's like <laughs> sticky It could be hurt Something could jam into your back I'm just like I'm like I'm here for it Hit me with the fucking Regal cop The Regal logic I fucking Willow, you sold, Willow you sold me You sold me You boomed me so the candy's now on the floor and the two then fight over to see who's gonna end up getting dropped onto it first and neither one can get the job done so King just is like fuck it she spears Genocide repeatedly into the corner after this and then Genocide dodges a strike from her puts her in the corner instead and then strikes her over and over
1: it's thanks to a well-timed
0: kick by King she gets out of the corner and goes for a finisher on Genocide but Genocide's got it scouted she anticipates this and elbows her way out of it so she goes mm-hmm. for her tombstone finisher on King, but King same tr- same deal with King though. She knows what this is so she needs way out of it immediately. Unfortunately for her though, Genocide doesn't give her any breathing room here and was just in total "you're not fucking getting away from me" mode by just instantly suplexing her into the candy.
1: She Damn. sells it like she just
0: dropped on some tax, basically. <laughs> fucking loved it. So they get to their feet, they clear the candy away, the commentator's like, oh, that's probably a good idea to clear the candy out of the way, and in my head, I'm like, well, can't do it with tax, might as well do it with candy. Might as well. So, on their feet, Genocide quickly retakes control with a rapid series of forearm strikes, however, King nails her with a European uppercut. So Genocide okay. responds with one of her own. And then, like, basically, King, like, falls into the ropes and she, like, stumbles forward, like, where she's leaning onto Genocide's shoulder. And as Genocide starts to walk King shoves her So Genocide trips So she turns around And then gets super kicked Then super kicks King in the face Ooh She did not like being shoved Yeah So I bet. then she gets um, King in like a sideways hold Kind of like Mark Henry's Like world's strongest slam Okay yeah I got you And then she like goes one way She flings Je- uh, King the other way And he catches her And flatlines her into the mat Fucking looks awesome but it doesn't get her the win. Oh, interesting. Mm Mm-hmm. So Genocide's like, all right, I'm finishing this off now. Picks King up, but King shoves her away. She, Genocide goes to swing at her. She kicks her arm away, so she spins around as she comes back to face King. King kicks her in the side of the head and then nails her with a cutter, which, to the surprise of everyone, myself included, gets her the fucking win.
1: Damn. Out of nowhere.
0: My God, out of nowhere. King sold this really well. Her eyes were like just full of bolts. Like, holy shit, I won off that fucking cutter. Mm Commentary selling it. Crowd's cheering. I'm like, well fucking done. Well, good shit. Well fucking done. And this match gets a high MF for me.
1: All right. A
0: very fun match that I had a good-ass time with, and the wrestlers clearly had a great time putting together. I picked this match because I... When this we first did this series, like I was getting into independent wrestling with you and you, you opened this door to me, Mikey, and then AEW did AEW Dark, where I got to see more independent wrestlers, and King was like one of the first people on there, on there that I can recall. And man, watching her grow as a wrestler has been a treat. Like every couple like months, maybe weeks, I like look for a match or as it's recent, and she just gets better. And it nice. just makes me really satisfied and really happy for her that she's just become such a good wrestler in the ring. Mm-hmm. Let's just... Nice. I don't know, I just, like... I, props to King. I, I'll i watch any match that she puts on at this point now. Like, if I see her on a card, I'm like, oh, I'm in for that shit. I'll, I'll hype her up. She's great. Hell yeah. Sorry.
1: All right. That's that dope. Here. Let's get into my second match of the week. Mm-hmm. Which is, from Beyond Wrestling, a favorite on this show.
0: Of course. It's, like, all reliable.
1: Yeah. We got... Biff Busick, aka Oni Lorkin, or F.K. I guess F.K.A. formerly known as Oni mm. Lorkin, taking on Speedball Mike Bailey, the man who cannot have a bad match. I'm convinced.
0: It's no shot.
1: Uh, and this, unless has not changed it.
0: Damn. I mean, not this, damn, but like I mean, our, I our it.
1: theory has continued to be proven <laughs> right, and Mike Bailey continues to have bangers. And this one. Was an absolute fucking war between these two.
0: I mean, I wouldn't uh, expect any less from these two. Yeah,
1: this is this match is definitely Busek's grappling skills versus Bailey's striking skills. Mm. So it's basically these two just beating the ever-loving shit out of each other for <laughs> like for like fifteen minutes. Incredible. Um. Yeah, like Bay, like Bailey, late, like starts off the match just laying, laying kicks and strikes into into Busek. Uh, Bailey then goes for a poison rana, but uh, Busek like catches him, like on his shoulders in like an electric chair position. But then Bailey just like does one big last effort to like throw him back, and mm-hmm. they both go back and like fall over the top rope to the outside. Uh, the, the two start fighting on the outside for a while. Uh, Bailey hits a big running knee on Biff. And then and then Bailey starts throwing kicks, right? at Biff's chest. Hits mm. a couple. Goes for like a third one. Uh, Biff catches it. Throws oh. his foot down. Gets Bailey in like an exploder suplex position. And just hucks him back into the apron. Oh! And Bailey just goes back first directly into the corner of the, the ring. God damn. Absolutely brutal looking. Uh, Busick throws him back in. Uh, goes for the... Busek throws him back in. Uh, goes for the pin. Bailey kicks out. Biff picks him up. Goes to, like, run the ropes for, like, a clothesline. But then Bailey is able to land a huge roundhouse kick. Knocking knocking Busick to his knees. Hits a running knee. Knocking mm. knocking Busek to, like, his hands and knees, and then while he's on his hands and knees, he runs up and he hits an axe kick
0: God, to the that's back like the... of
1: Busek's neck.
0: God, that was like the equivalent of, why would you fucking die? Yeah. Uh, which he doesn't, because
1: Busek uh, kicks out. Uh, then, Bailey picks up Busek, goes for a suplex, but Biff counters it, picks Bailey up in a suplex position, but instead of falling backwards, mm-hmm. he just drops him face first onto the ropes. Oh! <laughs> so Bailey just, like, lands on his gut on the
0: middle rope. Oh. Hung out um, to dry, I guess.
1: Yeah, literally hung him out to dry. Ba- uh, Bailey is, like, recovering in the corner after that. Like, he fell off the top rope and, like, got up in the corner. hmm And while he's in the corner, uh, him and Biff kind of trade strikes for a 2nd Mm-hmm. But then at one point, Biff is just, like... He, like blocks the strike and hits Bailey and then he starts getting pumped up mm-hmm. and he runs to that he runs to the opposite corner charges at Bailey full fucking throttle.
0: Oh Jesus. That
1: ne- like jumps into him with a european uppercut, runs back again, hits another one, runs back again, hits a third one. Jesus. All at like all at, like the speed of a freight truck just like nailing Bailey. God damn. Um then On the third one, Bailey gets reeled, and Biff picks him up, drops him on the top rope again. This time, Bailey's just, like, hung over the top rope, just laying there. Literally getting hung out to dry, because he's literally just hanging there. (laughs) And then, Busek, like, picks him up on the top rope in, like, a gut wrench position, and he goes for a gut wrench powerbomb, but when he does, Bailey is able to reverse it into a hurricane rana. Ooh! Which... Which begins a sequence of these two trying to hit each other, but they keep dodging each other's moves. Whether it's like a leapfrog, a duck under, like they are like just avoiding any any move they can possibly throw at each other until eventually Biff is able to dodge one of Bailey's kicks and come back with a blockbuster. He basically just like jump. He basically just like vertical leaps over Bailey's head and just flips <laughs> and just like boom hits him with a cutter.
0: You got him. You boomed him.
1: Yeah. Takes Bailey down. Then, uh, after after that, Biff tries to go up to the top rope, but Bailey's able to catch him with a kick and meet him up there. So the two start fighting on the top rope for a while mm-hmm. until Biff finally gets the upper hand, punches punches Bailey in the gut, and then he jumps over him and hits him with a sunset power bomb. Oh shit! Ba- uh, Bailey's got his shoulders down, so the ref starts counting. But before the ref can even get to the two count, Bailey or Biff picks Bailey up again, slams him down with a second powerbomb, goes for the pin, Bailey kicks out. Oh my god, what the fuck? But when Bailey kicks out, Biff is able to lock in a crossface, which which has Bailey scrambling to the ropes, gets the rope break. Then, the two fight back up to their feet, head back into the corner again, fight up to the top rope once again. Mm Mm-hmm. These two are battling on the top rope, but this time Bailey's able to kick Biff off the top rope and Ooh. land the ultimate weapon. Oh shit! For those who don't know, that's Mike Bailey's finisher, and it's a moon. It's basically a shooting star press Meteora to some to the to someone's back. Hits the ultimate weapon, goes to pin Busick. Busick kicks out at like two and seven eighths. Gee-
0: oh shit!
1: Crowd is on their feet at this point, absolutely losing their minds because they're watching an absolute banger happen directly in front of them. Uh Bailey gets Biff to his feet. The two start beating the the two start absolutely beating the ever-loving crap out of each other. Like, Bailey starts laying in some of the hardest kicks I've ever seen or I've ever seen Bailey lay in then at one point he like is nailing Biff in the chest with kicks and then he loads up and hits him with an open hand smack to the face and Biff just like takes it and slowly turns his head back to Bailey and it's like oh no and Biff just starts unloading shots on Bailey's chest oh just absolutely rocking him beats him into the corner then, these two get back up to the top again, but this time, ba- Mike Bailey hits a, like, while they're on the top rope, Bailey, like, grabs Biff by the neck, and just jumps off the top rope down to the apron and hits Biff with a stunner on the top rope.
0: Ooh!
1: Biff is woozy in the ring. Bailey goes for, like, a jumping a jumping head kick on the ropes, but Biff blocks it. Okay. S- t- spit, like, Biff blocks it. Bailey is facing the crowd at this point, so Biff just gets up on the second, ro- second rope, gets Bailey in, like, a half-Nelson hold, mm-hmm. and then just, fra- while he's standing on the second rope, lifts Bailey up and suplexes him into the ring.
0: Oh! <laughs>
1: Bailey, like, flips over and lands on his face mm-hmm. in the middle of the ring. Uh, absolutely ridiculous. Uh, then... Bailey gets up, Biff nails him with, like, like after Bailey gets up, Biff mm-hmm. nails him with a lariat. When I say nails him with a lariat, I don't mean just, like, oh, yeah, hit him with a clothesline. Biff, like, went, like, ropes, 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 BAM! Oh, no. Got oh, a lot, no. built up a lot of speed, and turned Bailey inside out with this lariat. Oh, no. Goes to pin him, Bailey kicks out again, but this time when Bailey kicks out, Biff Locks in that crossface again. He like grabs Bailey's shoulder, like you know, he picked picked up his shoulder. He just like grabbed it. And was like no, no, no. Mm-hmm. Gets him in the crossface. Bailey's not able to get to the ropes in time. Bailey taps out to this crossface. Biff Busick gets the win. God damn! What the fuck is that match? This match was an absolute banger. Only got These two views? killed each other. Yeah, it only has twelve hundred. This this match got uploaded five days ago has like I don't know hold on it has like twelve hundred or fourteen hundred views it doesn't have it has doesn't have nearly enough views mm. for what it is this match deserves everyone in the world to see it like ninety times sounds because this match amazing. was absolutely an, a stunner like these oh, two god killed each other and I loved every second of it Can you just describe uh, a match
0: as a stunner that's when you know it's fucking good
1: absolutely. And this, and funny enough, not the first time these two have crossed paths. Mm. They have fought each I'm now looking, I was looking through to see, like, how many views this match had. And now that I'm looking at it, there is, they fought at C, C4. Okay. They fought in CZW. Oh, shit. They fought, that's it, sorry. They fought in, in CZW, it looks like they fought in CZW and C4. Mm-hmm before this, or I don't know if it's before this one or after this one. Either way, these two have had more matches than this one, and I cannot wait to watch them. Um...
0: Nice.
1: This match was uploaded four days ago, has 2.6k views now, on Beyond Wrestling's YouTube channel for free! This is like a pay-per-view level match just for free. Mm-hmm. Go watch it. You owe it to yourself. This is a mark-out and a half. And a half. Goddamn. I loved this match. They... These two... Take the ever-loving crap out of each other, Slaughter. with no with no remorse. I swear these two before this match were probably like, "Listen, I'm gonna hit you." Like, B- B- Biff was probably like, "Listen, Bailey, I'm gonna hit you hard," and Bailey was probably like, "Fine, let me hit you hard back." And Biff was like, "Done." And these two Duh. just like, "Oh my god, some of the stiffest strikes I've ever seen." God damn, absolutely brutal. This match blew me away. Loved. Sounds it. like it. Go watch it. No matter who you are, no matter how, what fan of, if you like professional wrestling, watch Biff Busig and Mike Bailey fucking kick the shit out of each other. <laughs> Absolutely worth it. Awesome match. Awesome, awesome, awesome match. Uh, Anyway, I believe that's all of our matches out of the way this week. Uh, So that just leaves us with our surprise match we both took a look at.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Which, Zach, do you want to let us know what that was?
0: Sure. So, I was in a big man mood this week, and I wanted to see a Calvin Tankman match, but what match would I pick? And then I remembered, way back, like months ago, I think, probably longer, my dad was watching MLW, Major League Wrestling,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: he was saying how Jacob fought too was going to fight Calvin Tankman at their pay review for the title, and I was like to myself, that'd probably be a great match, and then what do I find on YouTube, Mikey? But this exact match is sitting there, and I was like, alright, MLW, oh, perfect. give me my big Haas match. Boy, howdy, did they give me my Big Hoss match.
1: Oh, yeah. Hey, hey, Batista, do you know what this match was?
0: What was this match, Mikey? (laughs) Big meaty men slapping meat.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It was big meaty men slapping meat. Two huge dudes just throwing everything they got at each other, and it was awesome.
0: I could just hear everyone's Vince McMahon impression, like, oh, yeah, he's so big. Somebody get me a beef wrap. Oh, I was hoping you'd see the beef wrap line. <laughs> oh, you're fired.
1: Oh, that's sad now.
0: Anyway. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh.
1: Anyway, this match was awesome. Zach, why don't we get into it?
0: Oh, of course. So the beginning of this match, right out the gate, it's just two big boys throwing each, throwing themselves at each other, and neither one want to knock each other down because they're like, "I'm better than you." No, I'm better than you. Ba- kind of like the match I went before, but these two are much larger. Mm-hmm. And I love how like Tankman decked, like he just <laughs> knocked Fatsu out of the ring and Fatsu like had to stand out there, infuriated, all mad, while Devari was like, "No, no, it's cool, dude. You got this. You're good. You're the champ." He's like, "I'm the champ." Yeah, I'm the champ. Yeah, but he right? gets to the fucking ring. I'm the champ. I'm and the then champ. Calvin just beats his ass and knocks him into the corner. <laughs> Got him. Oh my god. Like I just... So like... Tagman's just on his ass for a bit here if I recall correctly. Mm-hmm. He's at a point where he gets to the second rope of like a corner and arm drags Fatu from another corner. And then he single leg drop kicks him into the bottom of like another corner. And he's okay. beating down this heavy handed strikes on Fatu. He throws him into the opposite corner. And then Fatu, as he gets thrown to the corner, hops over onto the apron. Now, Mikey, you love this spot. When we went over this spot the first time. So tell the people what happens after Fatu gets onto the apron.
1: So after Fatu gets onto the apron, Fatu, out of nowhere, just does like an AJ Styles, st- like AJ Styles style fly <laughs> clothesline. Uh, and just, ta- but, like, Tankman was, like, all the way across the ring, and Fatu is just like, all right, here we go, and just launches himself into Got Tankman. so
0: much more height than he should have been able to get, in theory. These
1: two men are huge, and they move like they're cruiserweights.
0: It's fucking wild.
1: Like, there were some points where I'm like, is this a 205 live match? What is going <laughs> on?
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, and then there was like a, re- uh, right after this too, like, even then, like, Fatu had some fucking awesome looking, like, just just as my dad would say, power moves. Oh, yeah. Like, there was one where, like, Tankman booted him in the face, and then he just hit Tankman with, like, God, it was such a good looking Samoan drop. Like, it gave me flashbacks when I was a kid, and Umaga destroyed Rey Mysterio, I think, with a Samoan drop, and I remember going, like, no, he's dead! In my <laughs> head, like, I was probably like, no, he's gonna lose that. <laughs> he's dead! <sighs> Young me... Young me was terrified of Umaga because Umaga, fucking awesome wrestler, rest in peace, was... He was a fucking monster of a man. Absolutely was. Loved it. So let's see. After this, like, this is where Fatu beats him down for a bit. Like, he, like, chokes out Tankman with, like, his wrist tape. He then, like, Mm -hmm. uppercuts him in the throat. Very throat-oriented offense for some reason. (laughs) I mean, hey, uh, if somebody can't breathe, they can't wrestle, so... Very true. And eventually he gets Tankman, like, where he's, like, laying in the corner. And... Fatu just hits this absolutely gargantuan cannonball on him. <laughs> and then he just mm-hmm. super kicks Kank in the face. He's like laying with his head just like lulled on like the fucking bottom turbuckle. He's just like, and I kick you in the face now. And now, yep, just like one more for good measure. Then, uh, then Fatu locked in a nerve hold, which I was really surprised to see in like pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. But I had Sometime-
1: to- Hey, sometimes all you gotta do is squeeze some guy's neck real hard.
0: I mean, there's a nerve there. I remember in, in like middle school, I had a friend that would mess with that all the time until eventually I just got so used to the experience, it just no longer faced me for a bit. Damn. But it's not comfortable when you get held on. For a man the size of Fato, I can imagine that is very painful.
1: Damn. Also, like, yeah. Ta- I bet. I mean, yeah, it's gotta be right.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, it's a pinch nerve.
1: It sucks. Oh
0: God, I did that. I like how while well this is happening, too. Like Tomaters are talking about, like how like Tankman's got like a family back home and he's fighting for like his family and he he's starting to hulk up. And he, like, gets up, Mm -hmm. and he, he, like, claps Two with a big-ass chop. And then Two just cuts him off as he's trying to run the ropes with a huge, like, Uso-like flying uh, elbow. But granted, he's an NOI family member, so, I mean, why am I surprised that everyone in that family can wrestle, like, their life depended on it? That's true. And then he, like, starts talking shit to Tankman. He's, like, punching (laughs) him in the face, and Tankman's just getting fired up. Never a good idea. Never a good idea. Ever a good idea, like I hope one of these days we get a teal tag do you remember we're like one of them starts to do it and the other one like stops it's like no 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 like, what no are you no, doing? no 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 no, no, let them stay on the ground, don't <laughs> you're shoot. just gonna get them fired up. you stop you stop right now, I feel like it's like a Dan housingen like bit just waiting to happen yeah, right, so then after that tankman gets up, and these two have a fucking slug fist
1: oh yeah, strike Be men
0: slap and meet mm-hm like. I think like Tankman gets the better of this. Like he just pops off, hits several strikes on Fatu, tries to spinning back fist, and Fatu then dodges it and chops him in the chest. And then he goes mm-hmm. to run the ropes, and then Calvin Tankman, like a fucking eighteen wheeler, just flies off the other set of ropes and just collides with Fatu and sends him out of the ring. He's gone. <laughs> God. And then because fuck gravity and physics. Vatsu's, like, getting up, and Tankman's like, yeah, you're dead now. And he's just, he just runs and suicide dies him as he gets up onto his feet.
1: Oh, my God. Can you imagine the, a dude the size of Tankman No,
0: just flying at you? I would just admit defeat. Like, he would, like, at mid-run, I'd be like, all right, I guess that's my life. He'd hit me, and I just wouldn't get up. I'd just be like, just end the match, Coach. Take me out. I'm done. It's just like, it. that's like when you see you see Calvin Tankman, like, running at you, and you just, like,
1: Put your hands up and just like turn around and walk away off the ramp and be like, nope, just count yep. me out. I'm count leaving. Me out. I'm done. The wins. It's not worth it.
0: Yeah. And then just it's,
1: because it reminds me of that comic. You ever see that comic where it's like the two boxers in the ring mm-hmm. and they're getting ready to box and the one goes, Kame, Kame, ah and the guy's like, I quit. <laughs> and then in the press conference after, it's like in the press conference after, it's like, I knew, I knew we probably couldn't, but I wasn't
0: gonna stick around and see if you could. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I've heard of that. That's very funny. very good.
0: I wasn't going to stick around. Fuck that.
1: It's basically what it reminded me of. It's like, what what I would do if I saw Calvin Tankman, like, getting ready for a suicide dive. I'd be like, I quit. I'm done.
0: I'm done. Goodbye. You win. I'll take the and cell. To this, like, Tankman that hits, like, a running, shooting star on Fatu, because, again, fuck gravity. Yep. And then, Fatu gets up, and Tankman goes to hit him with a cutter, but cut. Fatu then handstands like to stop himself from hitting the floor stands up and Tankman sits up and he gets super kicked to the back of the head and then Fatu hits him with a rope assisted handspring moonsault these two are fucking massive and they're hitting this shit Mm -hmm. and then Fatu gets up, picks Tankman up Tankman shoves Fatu into the ropes and on the rebound he decks him with a back elbow to the face and then he picks Fatu up, hits him with a backbreaker, throws Fatu off him and then wipes him out with a huge lariat
1: Oof. yeah this this match is just insane right mm-hmm. like At- the, like 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 we said before sometimes it was like am i watching 205 live what's happening
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> like oh. davari slides in because davari this whole match has been waving a, a absolutely obnoxiously large contra flag the yep. whole fucking time just back yeah. and forth and i'm like all right dude i get it you fucking love contra so davari's waving this fucking obnoxious ass flag all match and he sees like katsu's gonna fucking lose so he's like, oh, shit. So he slides the flag into the ring, gets into the ring to attack Tankman? But it's a fucking horrible idea. What, what happens to my Of Mikey? course what, it is. What, why is it a horrible idea? It's a horrible idea because
1: Tankman, because, like, the ref is trying to hold back Divari and Tankman just walks up to Divari and just fucking headbutts him. <laughs> <laughs> he just headbutts him, and Daivari drops like a sack of bricks. Just gone. But while 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 he's distracted by that, uh, in the background, uh, Fat Two has the flag that Dvario was waving, and he like waits for Tankman to turn around. And when he does, he hits him with the back end of the flag, throws the flag out, hits his moonsault finishing move, gets the what? one, two, three, retains his championship.
0: What a bastard! Good looking moonsault though.
1: Indeed, a very good looking moonsault. But yeah, what a bastard! <laughs> just honestly. He's like, I'll fight you. Stiff head. Just headbutt in the face. Gone. Just bam. Dead. I love what a big guy like Calvin Tankman headbutts somebody. God, it looks so Just good. so sick. He's just like,
0: boom. Goodbye. Mm.
1: Get out of my ring.
0: Goodbye. Begone gone for my ring? Yeah, be gone, thought. <laughs> I felt like I was King Woods there for a hot second. Be gone. <laughs> Bend the
1: knee. <laughs> yeah, so uh, what are we given this match? Hmm.
0: By myself, I gave this match a meh, but now that I'm thinking of you. I feel like maybe. Uh, Do you think it deserves a high meh? I'm going for high meh here. I, I definitely, I definitely
1: liked it a lot. These two, these two really put on a solid, solid wrestling match, and I enjoyed it. Hey, really yeah, good. definitely a high meh for me on this one. I'll follow uh, you on the high meh. Calvin Tagman, Jacob Fatsu, MLW. Go check it out.
0: Yeah, free on YouTube.
1: Yeah, just like just like every just like every mat every uh every match on this uh, show.
0: YouTube is so useful. Isn't it, so type of shit. Isn't it
1: just? Isn't it just? Anyway, that is all of our matches out of the way this week, so that just leaves us with... The Double Dare! The Double Dare! This is the segment of the show where me and Zach flash back to last week and watch matches from each other's perspectives. Zach, what match did I give you to watch last week?
0: Oh, fucking baby, you gave me Jessica Troy against Kellyanne at MCW. Oh, boy. what I give you uh- again?
1: And you gave me Insidious One versus Phoebe from Rise. Ah, uh, this one. Who started off on the double down last week? That oh my god, my voice cracked. Hold
0: on. Who start? <laughs> who started off on? <laughs> who started off on the double down last week? If I'm recalling correctly, I did.
1: All right, then I'll kick us off with Insidious One versus Phoebe from Rise. Uh, I'm not gonna go like like, like I do it with every uh, with every double down. I'm not gonna go too far into it because if you want to hear the good, uh, uh, if you want to hear a very good review of this of this match, go check out last week's episode where Zach goes into it pretty deep and talks all about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just gonna go over some spots that I liked here. Uh, I really liked. Uh, this, there was some very solid basics of wrestling in this one. Good chain wrestling. Mm-hmm. Good selling. Like, very good everything, but it was also, they each had their own, they each played their characters very well. Yes. Uh, like, like you said, I think, I think you mentioned this last week, like, the character work in this match was top notch. Uh, Phoebe being the hula-hooping fun one, and Insidious one being a monster, and being very scary and spooky. Uh, it was very, very fun contrast in, in character styles, and it made for a very fun match. Very fun, fast-paced match.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: Yeah. There was, some, like I said, going over the spots I liked, uh, the arm drag off the top rope from Phoebe was great. Uh, the part where Insidious one grabs the hula hoop and chokes Phoebe out with it was very funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, even, it's like, that should have been a DQ, but whatever. Guess referee discretion. Yep. Uh, there was a part where, uh, well, it, it, throughout this entire match, I think, I like that Insidious was working Phoebe's shoulder. I think it worked very well for the match, and it was setting up for her finishing move. hmm Uh, so, there was one point where, uh, Phoebe used the hula hoop to, uh, fling, like, to, like, hula hoop Insidious off. She, like, flung Insidious off with the hula hoop, and then, yep. like, it, that was great. Um, mm-hmm. uh, there was one point where Insidious got up to the top rope, but, uh, Phoebe is able to get Insidious in the Tree of Woe and hit that big, hit that low elbow. Mm-hmm. And then that hip attack, uh, into the fisherman's, uh, sorry. Then she hits, like, a, then she hits a hip attack. Picks her up, hits a fisherman suplex, and then she hits that rolling face buster onto Mm -hmm. Insidious one, which was dope. But Insidious kicks out after that, which was insane. Uh, The two trade shots back and forth as they're getting up, uh, really laying into each other. Then there's one point where Insidious one goes for a a head scissors, but Phoebe catches it, nails a powerbomb, gets the one, two, three, and Phoebe wins this one. This match was short, sweet, to the point. Solid match giving it a meh. Mm-hmm. That's my review on it. I liked it. Like I said, I liked it. Short, sweet, good character work, good wrestling. Nothing too, like, nothing too, like, over the top. Nothing, there, not, no, no, like, egregious botches. It was just solid wrestling, top to bottom. And I liked, I kind of enjoyed the fact that it was short, you know? I, like, sometimes, sometimes I like a a quick, easily digestible match, you know. Like, not every match has to be like a twenty-minute, like, all right, time to sit down, watch, sit here for twenty minutes, right? Like, it doesn't. Like, yep. Not every match has to be like that. Sometimes, sometimes a nice short match does the, does the trick. And I think this one absolutely did the trick. And uh, I give it a, a meh. It was solid. Nice. All right. All right. Uh, so, what did you think about Jessica Troy uh, and Jessica Troy and uh, Kelly Ann's match?
0: This is a very good like, hard-hitting technical match, but I feel like that's Australia's mark at this point after all the matches I've watched here. <laughs>
1: Basically, that's Australia's calling card. It's just hard-hitting technical
0: fights. Mm-hmm. Similar to Mike, I'm just going to go over, like, the brief bits of it that I like. Also, by the way, MCW's YouTube opening intro is fucking epic as hell, and I so love good. it. So good. So good. Like, I, I, whoever, like more, corp, more, corporation, more wrestling companies need to do that because that shit got me amped, and I didn't even know who... I, all I knew was Troy. I didn't even know who Kellyanne was. I was like, all right, let's fucking go. Mm-hmm. I'm ready. Uh, okay. MC, MCW,
1: uh, Melbourne, Pro, uh, Melbourne Championship Wrestling, for those yes. not in the know.
0: So, uh, I like the opening sequence of this match quite a bit, because not only did it show how each t- how technically sound each w- of these two were, but how each one is has their own, what's the word, variety of being technical. Mm-hmm. Like, you've got Troy, who's super tactical and efficient, kind of like Dean Malenko, where she's like locking her Fujiwara armbar like, whenever she can. And then you got Kellyanne who's, like, yanking at her hair and her mouth, and she's got her in, like, a half-camel clutch, and, like, she's just being, like... She's, like, eh, fuck technical stuff entirely. I'm just gonna beat your ass.
1: Mm-hmm. There's
0: a nice contrast between these two. Yeah, I agree. Like, there was a lot of good spots in this match. a lot of good technical wrestling between these two. So one of the spots that I loved a lot, which you talked about, which is just as great, was when Troy was posing on the apron, and Kellyanne, like, got up and, like, waist-locked her and just dragged her through the ropes. <laughs> no, and- no, no, no! Yeah, it's like fucking like a thrat like a slasher movie, yeah. and then she just thrashed her around the ring before just snap dragging suplexer. her. I'm like, that was like a dog biting on someone's arm, and just refusing to let go.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: then the dog suplexed them, but that's besides the point. <laughs> <sighs> okay. So let's see. Nothing is stunning. Is Kellyanne has some fucking great strikes here. Like, oh, absolutely. Her th- her character works great. Her knees look disgustingly brutal. Troy did a fantastic job of selling it all. Uh, let's mm-hmm. see. There was also <laughs> I like Troy's comeback after like Kellyanne beat her for a lot of this match, where she like bit her arm to make her let go, and then she just like hit her with an arm drag off the top, and just, it was just a really good arm drag off the top rope that sent Kellyanne crashing. That I liked. Yeah. Then of course there was uh, at the spot that I liked after where Troy after Troy superplex Kellyanne off the top, where they just both. ...slapped and chopped the shit out of each other... ...until Troy Pump kicked Kellyanne... ...and mm-hmm. then Kellyanne... ...hit her with the fucking discus Kelbo... ...and just knocked Troy's lights out... ...for like a hot second. The Kelbo. The fucking Kelbo, man. I was like, damn!
1: Yeah, dude. That thing's brutal.
0: Mm-hmm. I liked how after this, uh, Troy eventually got back into it... ...and like there was the spot where she had Kellyanne... ...sat in the middle of the ring... ...and she tried to meteor her... In the back, then she ducked it, and then she didn't move for some reason. Troy's like, "Well, fuck it, I'll do it again." And she's yeah, just right. It again. It's just like,
1: I, like, okay,
0: all right, sure. You didn't get up, fuck it. Then there was um, the next spot that stood out to me after this was when uh, Troy wrapped herself on Kellyanne like a sleeper hole, like she had her legs hooked in, arm around her neck, and then as you quote Mikey, Kellyanne just full fucking sent it and cannonballed her and Troy into the corner, yeah, which is fucking nuts. This shit was, like, something out of, like, the Terminal Combat where, like, um... Kellyanne was like, welp, here we go. Where Justice just threw him and... I think it was, uh, Mikowski out of the ring. And I was like, fucking sent it. Just
1: just, went for it.
0: And then she hit her finisher, her cannibal finisher, which... I feel like it was, like, a... it's like, this weird name. It's, like, a good night, um... Good night... Ugh, fuck me. I can't remember the name of it right now.
1: Not oh, me neither.
0: Anyhow, we'll cut that out. Yeah, it's fine. And I just love the way this spot looked. I've never seen, like, a spot like this. It's a great fucking spot. Also mm-hmm. very dangerous. It fucked up. But still great.
1: Oh, yeah. But it went it went well, for what I yes.
0: saw. What I wasn't fucking expecting, though, but I fucking loved it because it was brutal as fuck, was that Kellyanne then finished her off with a fucking disgusting package file driver. And, like... The reason I like this is because uh, before this happened, Troy locked in like her Fujiwara. It was really deep in. Like It looked mm-hmm. like she was going to rip Kellyanne's arm off. And like these two had used everything. And I just... I like how I'm always a fan when wrestlers have to adapt mid-match and pull out like, a new move to beat their opponent with after they've kicked out of everything under the sun as opposed to just spamming their finisher. Yeah. And like it just, to me, sells how much of a threat their opponent was. They had to like dig into like the fucking bottom of the bin to find something that's like, all right, maybe this will beat them finally. Mhm. It's good. I liked it. And Kelly looked. Kelly was like, "Fuck." She... Kelly looked like she's won a bar fight. She's like, "Fuck yeah, I fucking won. <laughs> Fuck this bitch." And then mm. Kelly, and then fucking Troy just looked fucking infuriated that she just lost that. And I was like, yeah. "Some good shit right there." Again, we're gonna, like, to... a... we're gonna have to mark this episode explicit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. But yeah, no. Australia goes get it down. This match gets a high man for me. It's a good ass match.
1: Yeah, it was. Uh, I, I very much enjoyed it. Uh, and, and I'm glad you liked it as well. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, that is all of our matches out of the way this week. Uh, for real before, this time. Before, yeah, for real this time. Before we get to the plugs, though, I do we do have one announcement uh, we want to make. Oh, baby. Next week, me and Zach are going to try something a little different with this show.
0: Change is always good. Got to yeah. evolve.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. You gotta evolve, you gotta move you gotta move forward. Like we're like sharks. <laughs> anyway. Uh so the what the change is gonna be is me and Zach are going to try we're gonna stop watching matches individually. What we're gonna try to do is instead watch three matches per week. And we're bo- we're gonna when both of us are gonna watch each match. Mm-hmm. So we can give you the full review from the both of us for every match we watch. That's Facts. what I think we're gonna stick with. Next week, don't worry, there still will be a double down because we did we do have matches we want each other to watch, I would imagine. hmm But after that, there probably won't be any more double downs. <laughs> depending we'll see how it on goes. it. Test depending it out. on yeah, depending on if if you you listeners like the new format or not. Uh uh, yeah, so just let it. So, like I said, we're gonna try something new next week. If you like it, cool. If you if you don't, we'll go back to the old thing. No yep. big deal. We just wanna we just wanna test it. We, we 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 figured out that we like the energy we have on this show when we're both talking about something together as opposed to talking alone and having the other respond basically to a, about a match they haven't seen yet. It felt a little weird, so we're gonna try to do. We're gonna try to uh, keep the energy up uh and watch all three matches together. Yeah. So we'll see we'll see how it goes next week. Uh with those matches we don't have them yet, so Yeah. Uh, I we'll you, we'll you guys know.
0: Like like you said, like we just keep this energy we have in the double down through the whole thing. And plus the episode might will be shorter so it'll be easier for you to listen to.
1: Exactly, exactly. We'll we'll be doing less matches instead of it instead of it being uh four matches instead of what is it? It's four matches
0: four normal uh, matches, a match you and I watch a, together and then a double down if they if you go through all of way. Ex- six.
1: Exactly. If you, instead of six matches a week, you're going to we're going to try to cut it down to three matches a week, make it a little more digestible, make it a little easier on us to watch all this wrestling and make it, it a little easier on that. you to listen to the podcast since it'll be not an hour and 15 minutes long, hopefully. Um, so we'll see. We'll, get, we'll we're going to try that out. Uh see how that goes. So next week's going to be a little bit different, but Indy Waters isn't going anywhere. Uh, we're still going to bring you some fun independent wrestling matches, uh, just in a different way than usual. That's all. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, now that just leaves me with the plugs. Uh, I'm going to leave them short and sweet cause we're already going pretty long. This episode This is the second time we recorded it. So I'm tired. <laughs> uh, so go check us out, uh, on all the social medias, Facebook, count out wrestling. Pod- fi- fi- basically anywhere you can find us. It's like Facebook, YouTube, YouTube, uh, we are wrestling, uh, count out and wrestling podcast network on Twitter. We are at count pod. If you want to interact with us over on Twitter, let us know how you like next week's episode. Talk to us. We'd love to hear, uh, we'd love to hear fan feedback. Uh, and if you want to know anything else about the network, go check out countoutpod.com where you could, you could shop for merchandise. You can learn about the host of the shows. You can learn about all the different podcasts. You can see art. You can see the archives, see some retired shows we used to have, or, you can become a member over there. And uh, for $5 a month, you can, subscribe to the, you can subscribe and become a member of the Countout family. What that gets you is exclusive audios uh, that only members hear. Uh, we have a bunch of fun stuff in there from all the different shows here on the Countout Network. Lots and lots and lots of content. And even more coming out uh, down the pipeline. So if you want to become a member and get exclusive content, go subscribe over at Countout, uh, uh, Countout, uh, Countoutpod, CountoutPod.com. Slash membership, uh, and that's five dollars a month, and that five dollars a month you can put it towards whatever podcast you want to put it towards, uh, and we would really greatly appreciate that. Uh, we we work really, we all work really really hard here at the Canada Network, and you know it's it it would be nice, but also we do just appreciate you listening and being here at all. So thank you either way, and if you want to go subscribe, you may go do that at CanadaPod slash membership, Zach. Do you have anything? Do you have any personal plugs?
0: Nope. Maybe
1: one day though. <laughs> Me? Oh, right. I have one more plug. Uh, go check out Twitch.tv/slash Countout, uh, where we do fun stuff like streaming Happy Hour every Thursday, and we and Ryan streams, uh, Ryan and Scotty Scotty Wrestling stream, uh, Ring Post Radio every Saturday morning, uh, or Sunday morning. It's one of the weekends. Go check them out. Go check them out. Uh, over at Twitch.tv/slash Countout. Uh we would love for you guys to hang out with us and uh chill while we record some record some episodes live. I think you'll really like it. Uh we have we have a good time over there. And this Thursday on Happy Hour It's time. Me and Ryan oh, baby. Me and Ryan, we have the uh we have a uh AEW full gear pick 'em sheet that we will be filling out before we go live. And have all of our answers uh ready. And whoever whoever gets the most answers right, gets the most points on the pick 'em sheet, will become the new happy hour champion. So, if you wanna see uh if you wanna see some some heat between me and Ryan, come check it out this Thursday at eight thirty. Uh, I think you'll really appreciate it. So that's tomorrow, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> Time of release of the episode.
0: God, I hope you take that belt off of him.
1: Oh man, I hope so too. Anyway, uh, that's all the plugs out of the way, so that just leaves me with one thing left to say, and that is to remember that there is a gigantic sea of independent wrestling out there.
0: So never stop exploring.